Sorry, a bird just flew into my. <laughs> no way! I, I, I totally, a dove just flew right into the patio. <laughs> my name's Sabrina Phillips. You know me, and uh, I'm an ASID interior designer and also a general contractor here in um, South California, Southern California. Um, I've been doing this work for 33 years. Um, but my original company that I started was RX for Success, which was a business consulting firm when I was 18, which is way too many years ago now at this point. And so, <laughs> um, so I have a business degrees, marketing, marketing degrees and a programming degree as well, which seems very bizarre in the fact that I'm actually a creative interior designer. So, um, what'd you learn? I, no. Oh, gosh. I wasn't even in it long enough. I learned the original language that the dinosaurs used. Um, HTML? <laughs> yes, HTML, DOS, before that, you know, yeah. So, cobalt. yes, and I actually, huh, Cobalt, yeah, a little bit of Cobalt. But, yeah, and I created a program back when I was 18 for doctors to be able to, I knew the Internet was coming. And so, like you, you know, I'm a, I'm a visionary in that um way. And so I knew the internet was coming. It just wasn't here yet. And we were really starting to use computers a lot. This is 1984, 86 area. And um, so I created a program for doctors to be able to put all of their data entry in for a patient uh, um, and then have it print out what this little printer we called a dot matrix printer. <laughs> that thing was so loud. <laughs> it had these little these little holes on the side of it and literally fed the paper up through it, right? This is ar wow. archaic to anybody uh, that's uh, younger than 40 probably. But um, but anyway, so, you know, you, you put the information in. The doctors used this thing called ICDA and uh, CPT-9 codes. Um, I entered all of those in, which is a huge, because this was from the AMA, um, American Medical Association, that they've created these codes. So these doctors have to, even today, um, they have to put in your diagnosis code and your treatment code for that diagnosis. And then they would send that off to the insurance company. But before this happened, this programming happened, um, they put a form in the typewriter, this old thing we called a typewriter, and um, they, you know, bring the form up and they type, hand type every single form out for every single patient. And it was labor intensive. So what I did is um, created a program where they would enter all their patients' information in one spot and um, their diagnosis codes. And um, then for whatever day it was, they would have the date and their um, their treatment codes for that date and the costs. And then at the end of the week or the month, however often they would go and um, bill their insurance companies for the client, um, they would just hit print. And it would print out all of the patient's visits and no more of this other hullabaloo of using a typewriter and that type of thing. Wow. So other companies sold this program for 10 grand. I sold mine for 2,500 because, you know, I didn't have much 
I just, you know, I didn't feel like I had much experience, but I had created something that was really cool and very usable. Yeah. And then I would go in and I would train doctors on how to do this. So hence my company's name, Rx for Success. I worked with a lot of doctors. That's what I started out with. And I've worked over the last 35 years, basically. Um, I've worked with um, lots of different industries. It doesn't have to be a doctor. So because business is business and you, what you have to just do is find out where they're at. You know, they might be a startup. I haven't even started yet. You know, so I help them structure things, um, the, the business, whether it's an LLC or a sole prop or S Corp or whatever it is, I help them structure it. I help them file those things and, you know, just put the whole plan together with them to build this dream business that they have. Um, or I might walk into a corporation that's been in business for a long time and they're having, you know, issues with their teams and employees and, um, making money. But, you know, um, the thing is, is I just, I already had like you, like I already had so much life experience under me. Cause I started working when I was 12 for my dad, who was a doctor. And that's how I got all of this download and understanding of how to do all of this stuff. Well, yeah. You know? Not many 18 year olds are before the internet was the internet trying to you know <laughs> learn it and then selling it to doctors at 18 like you were on a educational and working mm -hmm. grind deep enough that you mm -hmm. then were able to make some serious actions you weren't a reactionary person no not at all and i had been trained actually by my dad because <laughs> my dad it's funny you say that my dad says you know women have they tend to react more than men. And he says, and one of the reasons, cause he's a doctor and, you know, he understands chemistry and all of that kind of fun stuff. And he says, cause women have so many more hormones and chemistry running through their system than a man ever will. But he says, men, men tend to respond and women tend to react. And so from a very young age, he actually taught me respond don't react. <laughs> and it's helped me be really uh, very grounded in business, um, very, you know, business minded. Every woman that comes up to me that's not, you know, like this or in a business or whatever is like, man, I don't know how you do it. And it's like, well, you know, I had some pretty good training from my dad in that way. But what's funny is my dad was an excellent doctor, but not a good business guy at all. And so what happened when I became, uh, when I started working for him and I was just 12 and it was a summer, I remember this. And, um, is that I realized I had some sort of business chip download, you know, from above I, who knows the stuff at 12 years old, but I looked at my dad and I looked at the year before, uh, where he made $8,000 and there's six of us living in the house. And I'm like, um, that number has got to change. <laughs> I remember holding up the tax form because I was organizing his office. It was terribly disorganized. And I was like, we can't run an office like this. So in my head, I already knew processes and systems needed to be put together. You know, but who knows that at 12? I don't know. It's just a chip, you know. You just, I mean, sometimes you're just given gifts, you know, and everybody's given at least one gift. Um, and so that began to be my awareness of my own, I guess. And um, so anyway, I said, we need to go to a seminar on how to make more money. So my dad said, okay, I'll tell you what, 
So we go to this uh, seminar. I found this seminar called um, How to Get Paid What You're Worth, and it was specifically for chiropractors. And to me, this was specifically for my dad because I knew my dad's issue was self-worth, even though he was really a pretty brilliant guy. Um, he really just wanted to help people. And he kind of really didn't want to charge them, you know, for it. And, um, but, you know, he's got six people, basically, he's, you know, needing to provide for too. So I'm like, oh, there is a big disparity between what you're making and what you need to be making. And uh, so we went to this conference and it was held by Jack Canfield, um, success principles book guy, the uh, chicken soup, soup for the for soul the guy. Yeah, chew, soup for the chickens or chicken soup for the soul. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, right. yeah. Yes. And so um, he and Mark Victor Hansen um, began to put that together. And I have met Jack many times over. We've had some great conversations, but he's changed my life actually twice. And that was one of the one of the turning points of our life, um, because I sat through that conference. I'm the only girl there. I'm definitely the only teenager, preteen, actually, at that point. And and I'm looking around at these other doctors going, I don't think they're getting <clears throat> exactly what I'm getting. Because I saw what Jack was saying as this is not just about running your chiropractic business or growing it. He was teaching life skill principles. And man, being 12 years old, I must have been the biggest sponge sitting in there because I just like soaked that in. And I remember I'm sitting in the front row, right smack in front of him. And um, I had all over body goosebumps. And I thought, that's what I want to do. I want to train, inspire and motivate people to live their very best life, whatever that means to them. So just like you with your work, you know, too, you meet people where they're at, what are they needing? What are their needs? Right. So every day, you know, now today I do that, whether it's with coaching and consulting a company to get to the point they want to get to, or it's meeting with my design clients because for four or five years after I started RX for success, I started designing women of Orange, well, not of Orange County because I was in Kansas City. We changed it to designing women of Orange County when I moved out here 10 years ago. And, um, and you know, started doing window covering sales and flooring and interior design and did a lot of uh, remodel, you know, structuring and planning and um, management and that type of thing. And there we didn't have to have a general contractor's license in order to run projects like that. I was an interior designer, so I put the whole thing together and resourced everything and so on and so forth. Um, brought in the crews, managed them, got the job done. I moved back to California. I'm like, hey, guess what? You've got to be a general contractor. I'm like, oh, God, not that. And so now I'm a general contractor here in California. Um because they don't allow interior designers just to run a job and pay their subs. Um, and that is really basically all it comes down to. But I will tell you this, that I do know that being a general contractor does not mean you have more integrity or that you'll pay your subs. Because I literally have a $15,000 claim in right now against a general contractor I used on a project because legally I needed to. Um, and he left his contractors high and dry. So I'm having to sue his um, insurance policy 
to try to get these guys paid and also take care of some other things that he didn't do well. Uh, he really jacked it up. It cost us about $10,000 to fix all of his mistakes. So, you know, I just kind of say that as a side point. Um, you, you also have to have integrity. So while California wants to say, oh, well, you know, you can't be an interior designer and run jobs because why, I don't know. But if you're a general contractor, you have more honesty and integrity and clout, they're wrong. Because I can't even tell you how many general contractors I've run into out here that, um, I mean, I've run into some awesome ones, don't get me wrong. But I've run into some other ones that have no honesty or integrity, not only to their work that they do, which is hugely important to me, um, but to their, their people that they decide not to pay, which I don't understand. So, so anyway, so here I am now, my RX for success business is kind of on the back burner because as you know, when we started working together four or five years ago, um, and doing videos, um, for, uh, for the clients and for people out there to see before and afters of what was going on, uh, with these remodels. Uh, oh. Sorry, a bird just flew into my. <laughs> no right. way! I, I, totally, a dove just flew right into the patio. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, I heard the you. thud. Oh, did you? It was like right over there. Oh man! Poor dove. <laughs> but um, anyway. Um, so now, so yeah, so I don't have any time for the RX for success. It's sitting on a back burner because um, once the pandemic hit and people were already starting to use my company and there was a pandemic. we were getting, huh? There was a pandemic? Oh yeah. Some weird <laughs> pandemic thing happened. Yeah. <laughs> erase, erase those four years. But um, <laughs> You know, but it took me a long, it took me a longer time to get known out here in California than it did in Kansas City. So um, maybe because I didn't know my way around because I moved out here just like not knowing anybody. I totally took a major leap of faith to live in a place where I've always uh, wanted to live since I was nine and saw the ocean for the first time, you know. And that's yeah. why I think I'm such a huge proponent on when I hand the baton off for this business, this is probably part of my life's work is really helping people believe in themselves and design the life they love. So here I am a designer by probably genetics and DNA and past lives and all kinds of, you know, stuff running through me, uh, through the core of who I am. Um, and to take that another step further, you know, I really like and love letting people know that they can design a life that they really love. And even if they're in the middle of their life, guess what? They can redesign their life, <laughs> you know, and that's exactly, that's exactly what I've done. I mean, even now, right now, as I'm talking to you and we're doing a, a video, you know, cast here, I don't even look anything remotely, not because I'm older. I don't look like I used to look in Kansas City. I was pudgier. I my face was fatter. Um, I I didn't. I mean, not that I wasn't happy because I was, but I didn't look as happy and cheery as I look out here. You know, it's right. like there's a thing. I can't remember the word for it, but there is actually a thing where your body 
feels best in a specific region. It could be the mountains, it could be the ocean, it could be the Midwest, you know? Um, and you just, you step into your own when you step into the right place where you're supposed to actually live. And it's like almost like the vibration of that space and place is what, you know, really ignites your soul, right? So I think, you know, there's some truth to that because I, I'm older and I look way better and I definitely feel, you know, way better. And so it's been, it's been an amazing journey and I totally have, you know, redesigned my life and I'm very, very happy about that. And I'm probably even more stoked to show other people, you know, how to do that and to really let people know they can you know, live a life by design and it's their own design, not somebody else's. For Winston, you know, I was just asking you, you know, what kind of what is his ask? And so Winston's um, the landowner kind of a, is he a business developer as well? Residential building. Residential building. Okay. That's, That's what, what I thought. Specializes in. Um, That's what I th Builds houses, duplexes, stuff like that. And mm -hmm. then. And then runs it all. So, like, he's got 300 properties. That's a lot of Probably got his own property in. management, yeah, company. Yeah, he's I got an in-house yeah, in one. Right. Right. And so, so is he just sharing this information just because he's kind of, you know, you guys have bumped into each other in the universe and you are incredible at recording and um, creating clips and bits of information, um, not only for the people who, you know, own the business or they want to get that information out there, or they have, you know, a call to action or anything like that. You're great at that. And I can't even tell you how much I miss you <laughs> as my videographer out here. I'm like, I have a guy, but he's not HGTV guy. So, um, <laughs> but, um, and they're, they're fine, but they're just not, you know, it's not what we were doing, you know, together. Um, so you have, a, you know, such an incredible knack for so many different things. Um, and this videography and recording and stuff like that is definitely, you know, one of your niches. Um, it's really cool. You and I have this thing in common and not to toot my own horn, but I can bounce off of you with this. We're both super talented in so many different ways. It almost makes life a little difficult. <laughs> As you yeah. go to choose what you're going to do with all that stuff, you, you know, I'm going to say you've been given because, you know, I mean, we didn't just, you know, part of it's developed, you know, part of it we've developed, but all of these desires and these things that we do in life artistically, um, creatively, um, business wise, um, you've got that right, left brain, you know, working for you really well, which is awesome. And unusual for guys, most guys, you know, that's a tough one. So that's a really cool thing. And I've always admired that, you know, about you. So, yeah, so but it's, it's really fun for me knowing you from when you were just, you know, a little younger than now um, to see you grow and expand. So I just on a personal level, just really wanted to share that with you. And um, I'm just loving watching you on whatever it is, Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and all of that. Um, and I'm excited to see where you go because I know it's going to be really freaking awesome. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah.
So, um, so yeah, you know, in, in a couple of your videos and Winston, and that's why I was just saying this too, is Winston just, I'll start with him first and I'm going to back up and then whatever. Um, I had a bunch of stuff on my mind, obviously, <laughs> but is Winston just giving this information out just to share information with people? Is that what it is? And there's no necessary call to action with him at all. Like people like, Hey, you know, join our mentorship or our mastermind or create so, one of your own. Yeah. In the very beginning, this is where it is absolutely just the dream because it is not about money. It is mm -hmm. not about any of that stuff. Right. He genuinely, because he, he didn't even have an idea of like how any of that would even occur anyways. His right. genuine from his core was I want to help people. Literally, and he didn't know where to go with that specifically, whether it was a mastermind, whether it was building a community, right. community like that. It was like, right. I have no idea about any of that. I just need help helping people. <laughs> right, right. And so at the very beginning, there was no agenda in any of that. There was no call to action, right. per se, for them to join this or buy that. We weren't selling a single thing. The only thing that we sell right now is uh, I've made some shirts with our logo on it and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And, and, um, and uh, his seminar. So right. we've now gotten a seminar that's live in person. Uh, we've done one already cool. and we sold 40 tickets at a thousand dollars each. Wow. Right. And uh, so now we have another that's one awesome. coming up. Yeah. We have another one coming up. It's $2,000, but you can bring a friend for free. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and hopefully we can sell quite a lot of those too. But generally we're trying to get to a point where we can do like one every four months or every three months, you know, somewhat quarterly. Yeah. I I think I know what they're about, but what are the, um, what are those conferences about? That's or all for uh, real estate people that want to build houses or have rental properties, how to manage them, uh, how to build them access to funding it's all around general help and if you have a specific question like the guy can answer it gotcha. it depends on like <laughs> what your questions are because he'll answer it he knows <laughs> literally all of it right sure he's he's probably what in his late 50s 60s yeah he's like 54 or 56 something like that yeah yeah yeah. So, and when, so like for me, I mean, I've been in my industry for 30 years. You could ask me just about anything about, you know, remodeling a home or designing a home or working with clients or doing sales. Or in my case, because I have business and marketing backgrounds as well, anything about business and marketing, you know? Right. Um, and so, or just even overcoming self-doubt or fear or the what do they call that the um the imposter syndrome you know yeah because you know it even happens at this age you know even after you've done it forever and ever and i every once in a while i'm like do i really know what i'm doing i'm like then i just look at myself in the mirror i'm like hello <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like don't doubt yeah. yourself you know yeah i tend to think about like uh you know, if I don't know what I'm doing, nobody else does. Because right. I've been doing this for three years now, almost every single day. If, it, yeah. if anybody knows, it is me. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not just the three years because even back here, you know, you and I did that work together. Yeah, you were just, you were, you were starting it even back here in California, you know. And um, but you're a quick study of anything, and um, the uh, love that you have that uh, for helping others and creating, you know, cool content and stuff like that is really great. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> So, so is there an ask, I mean, when you're doing your videos and you're not talking about Winston, and I think this is what I was going to call and talk to you about and ask you there, I wish, I wish I would have done it then. Um, but there was a video that you did, uh, and a couple of them that I've seen where you gave some great information, just a tidbit of information. And I wondered where other than people maybe liking that tidbit and following you on Instagram or wherever, right? Um, I, I wondered if we wanted to add an ask to that, like, follow me here, go to my website, go to my YouTube. You're going to get, you know, this, that, and the other. But it was funny because it was a great bit, bit of information, but then there wasn't just like the ask of um, what, creating. What next? Yeah, what to do next. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. You probably are doing more of that because that was probably about like four months ago or something that I said, call me. <laughs> and then I was like on the phone when you called me. <laughs> so, gotcha. but, yeah. So you, you want more uh, like help on call to actions? Is that what you're asking? Well, yeah. On yours, I was wondering about just even on your own videos <clears throat> that you do with these tidbits of information, are you now, are I mean, cause it's been a little bit of time now. Um, and I've missed probably several of them because you know how the algorithms work. It's like weird, but, um, are you now asking uh, creating an ask for your followers to, to, to what either follow you or join this community or for more, you know, tips and information, you know, contact me directly at this, you know, I do one-to-one, -one, you know, or whatever it is, I, you know, I, or m marketing your own marketing company, basically, you right. know, and saying, you know, hey, this is one of the things that I do. And if you want to be a business that's featured and blah, 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 contact yeah, so me. For my own type of content, basically, no, I don't really have too many of those. I don't, right. I don't have any place for them to go or I haven't set up a phone call uh, for people to, you know, chat with me about something. Uh, mm -hmm. I've really just been more so focused on my two clients. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like, and yeah, to that point, I, it, it, it feels like you're taking that their same, um, their stance in their sense, you know, they've already made it. They've already done their thing. You know, uh, Winston's offering great, you know, content and information, and he's doing all of it for free. He doesn't need the money, right? Right. You know, so, um, so yeah, so I get that. But, so you know, I'll, it'll all come around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And on my end, like, creating something like that, that's just more time not doing their stuff. So it's just. Right. I, I do. I do their stuff. Sure. Yeah, and um, obviously, if you're getting paid by them, <clears throat> and you're attracting, let's say, a higher dollar paying, 
you know, clients, so to say. Um, and it's not just about the money. We get those of us who are awake and aware. It is about that connection. It's about not only what you offer them on a personal and professional level, but also what they offer you on a personal and professional level as well. So sometimes that's just the great trade out, you know, is information you guys can share. Right. So I am coming out with a book. So to circumvent, yeah, to circumvent giving knowledge without having to put a crap ton of my time blocked out and appointments and stuff like that. If I wrote something that people could buy and read, I mean, that eliminates me from having to, you know, weekly do it. Yeah. Right. I am coming out. I'm coming out with like a (laughs) pamphlet at least to help people get an idea of like, you know, what, what they can try to do, you know, that fits within their abilities because a lot of right. it is coming down to what are you what are you what are your strengths right, right. So for, for winston obviously it's his knowledge his expertise his uh time in business and, yeah, and then his ability to say it now he didn't know how to read until he was 30 really right so wow give, give me a guess on what that would make him really good at if he wasn't able to read till he was 30, what is he really good at? Anything with his hands. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, like working yes, with your hands yes. and learning. <laughs> yeah. Being tactile and having, uh-huh, afraid. being great at conversation and great at verbally mm-hmm. explaining. Cause how is sure. he for the, for the first 30 years of his life, he only listened and verbally mm-hmm. explained. Right. Very interesting. That is his strength. He's not a writer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's somebody right, who no. can get. He's a great speaker. Exactly. He's a speaker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's so. really cool. I love that. And the the cool thing about what you're doing too is, I mean, even if you decided to do this, when when your book is done, you can do bits and clips of video content out of that as well. You know. And creating small little blogs, you know, off of that if you needed to, wanted to. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I consider the caption of all of our videos to be. It Uh is the concisely rewritten of his video. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Yeah. To make our captions really good and helpful, like, I don't Mm -hmm. write the caption because, again, like, I'm not the professional here so like why am i writing these now does he have time to write these no he doesn't have time to write these not at the expert level that i would need them to be so i mean i utilize ai i take the transcript of our video everything he said Mm -hmm. and i have it concisely rewrite it while keeping the same tone right well and then from there yeah from there i edit it too and make mm-hmm. sure everything's good and not redundant and not no fluff. And it's just like you want your captions to complement the video or the video to complement the caption. Right. Right. And a exactly. lot of people forget about the caption. Now, not very many people read right now, but that's still SEO value as well as a mm-hmm. second way to interact with your audience. Right. In that written form. Right. Right. No, exactly. Exactly. You've got to look at all of the, all of those pieces, all of the marketing type, um, 
pieces these days. And you're right, you know, people don't read, but, you know, Google scans the algorithms of your website and SEO and all of that. And so that's still relevant, you know. Right. And it allows you to actually explain something in a, in a different way. Not everybody learns the same way. So right. Just, exactly. You know, give them that info in the written form as well. And you're done. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's one of the things I've tried to do is when there's a blog created, I'll do a video, you know, on design uh, for my design firm, um, you know, and I'll try to, you know, we'll create an email blast about it, you know, as well. So we're just kind right. of. Using the same information, but use putting it out there in lots of different ways. So you're not recreating the wheel per se. <laughs> exactly. You still have your, yeah, your caption and your content and stuff like that. And then that that that's the same thing for the actual videos too. You could just do a voiceover while you walk through the house telling people, or you could physically stand in front oh. showing them touching it, or you could just have it be a seven second video of a pan of the house with the text block in the video saying the exact same thing that you would have said on right. camera too. There's like, you could put the right. same info in just various ways. I know, you know, I've been trying to figure that out because actually, um, I mean, that is one of the things that I do. Sometimes I'm in front of the camera and my own camera, if it's a small job for um, interior design and remodeling, you know, I, I might get in front of the camera and say, hey, it's me with da 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 and flip the camera around and just do a quick pan of the room and talk about what we're going to do. Then I do the same thing when we're done, right? But it would be kind of cool if I would just go ahead and grab that space and pan for that whatever, five, seven seconds or so. And then when I'm done with it, just pan without saying, you know, anything or needing to say anything. And then post those like side-by-side -side videos, if I could, of a before and after. You know, those, that's the only words, you know, that are on there. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to figure out how to do that. Because I don't, I, you know, that's as geeky and techie as I used to be. I unfortunately am not quite as geeky and techie. And so some of the apps and programs that are out and available to your cell phone and stuff like that, where you can split splice and dice all kinds of, you know, um, video and content and that type of thing. I'm not that and, great. And that's exactly like what my niche is. It's for I those know. elite. Mm -hmm. and, and by older people, I just mean older than me. So like just 40, mm -hmm. 50, yeah. they're, they're in their prime mm -hmm. of their working years and, and they're really good at it. They don't have time to do this. No, uh -uh. I, I don't have time Nor to do, do they that. they want to. Right. That's my whole thing. My, I mean, my, my interest is there, but my time isn't. Exactly. You know? So that's where I come so... in, where I display them in a great way. And take care of all of that little stuff. And because I put it out in a very specific way. I've got all these different, maybe it, it, it's, it's hashtags, but I'm tagging people. I'm uh, making sure it's set out at the right time, given our right. analytics. So, like, there's a ton of that stuff on my end that I'm going off of that they're not going to do. They would post right. a video without a caption all the time. <laughs> Right. You know, no, no caption, right. no tags. And at four in the morning where it's like, well, that is all of the wrong things for like, well, right. We're 
You know what I mean? But right. Four in the morning might be his time to do stuff like that before he goes to work because he can. That's what, that's when he's got the time. I know. And I've got a, um, you know, I've got a really super nice marketing girl, but I don't know that she's, she's become kind of ineffective. I may have to talk to you about taking my marketing over and see how many millions of dollars you can charge me. But <laughs> now that you've hit the big time, <laughs> you know, and it's funny that you say, you know, people older than you, aren't you like about 27? Yeah. Yeah. It is amazing to me. And I've always said this about you and to you is you are just this old soul stuck in this young body, which is awesome. That's a great place to be versus when, what is it? A young person stuck in an old body, right? <laughs> yeah. like that. That's kind of where I am because <laughs> in my <laughs> head, I'm still 30. So, <laughs> right. Um, but yeah. So when you talk about, you know, people who are older than you, there's a lot of people older than you in technically, you know, human years, so to say, but um, not necessarily in brain years, like an experience in the spiritual side of, you know, who you are, because we, we are all of those things. Um, and so it's very cool. And I think that's one of the other reasons, you know, you and I connect so well and why I love watching you um, expand, grow, get found, get seen. And even just get the recognition you, I mean, you deserve because, I mean, and you're kicking it. I mean, I love that, you know? Yeah, it was after Winston's uh, profile doing really well that I then got to be a keynote speaker in Nashville for like 10 billionaires. I saw that. I was like, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that, was that was literally, that was literally so cool. Yeah. You have such a great um, presence about you, um, you know, a command about the way that you speak on the the things that you know about. I mean, you're not just pulling this stuff out of thin air. The thing is, is that even as young as you are, you have some really great experience and knowledge. And then you have the ability because you've been on stage and you know, I was a kid, um, you know, and acting and that type of thing. That's been a huge um, it's always a huge, what would boon <laughs> help, uh, to anyone who is, goes on stage later in life, you know, cause you've right. learned how to present yourself, you know, a certain yeah. way. So it's not lines on a, like a script. So it's not all memorized, but no, same That's way my that favorite, I have, actually. <laughs> right. Same way that I have them give their stuff though. It's not scripted. It's not scripted. We because, we didn't script when we worked together, you know. Was, right. But it's mm -hmm. just stuff that you innately know. It is right. in your DNA. Right. That's right. how I want it to come out anyways. Right. Right, exactly. Yeah, just natural. And, and that's what people like. The raw. It's way easier to watch somebody talk naturally for three minutes than to script it out for three minutes and then they say it with every sentence being punchy. Three yeah. minutes? No. There's a reason why that's a 30-second video. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. It needs to be said naturally because it just is who you are. Right. Right. And really, I mean, to me, you know, it's not as easy for everybody, but, you know, 
if you know who you are and you know what you do and you like what you do, I mean, you should be able to just, you know, speak on it is my thought. But not everybody's, you know, likes to talk or talk in front of people or something like that. But they're not usually the ones that want to be online anyways. Right. Right. Exactly. People that do want to be online figure out how to get over that hump of talking on camera. Right. Right. Exactly. I I remember um, in my coaching company, uh, we're consulting uh, with someone on a business. And I said, you are going to need to get on YouTube. I mean, and you're going to have to do videos. They're like, I can't do it. I'm like, no, you have to. I'm like, this is. (laughs) <laughs> this is going to be a lifeline to the book you've written, to the knowledge you have. Um, you know, I mean, and then we're going to take that stuff that goes on YouTube. We're going to create a blog out of that. We're going to create that email post out of that. We're going to take that one bit uh, or bits of information within that video and and create more interest off of it in different platforms and on different social media platforms as well, um, and on their website. And I said, it's it's really imperative that you overcome this thing of, I'm, I don't like being on video, you know. Um, and so they, 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 through a lot of coaxing, coaching, and threatening, I, <laughs> did, I did get them to uh, – get their stuff together and get on YouTube. And we started creating, you know, one of the best ways, and you know this too, you know, for somebody especially like that is you start creating the headings of what the videos need to be recorded and forget about the content. Let's just go, what's a subject that needs to be spoken about or you can speak on? Create a and that creating a captivating heading of making people, and we talked about this when you were doing videos for me, you know, is creating that captivating heading that makes people go, wait, what? Right. <laughs> I mean, you throw the word puppy, kitten, sex, uh, anything like that into the title of it. People are going to be, wait, what? <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. Look at, the, you know, like, look at the cute puppy in this, you know, design video. Well, design video, forget it. Cute puppy got them. You know? Right. So, but, um, no, but I mean, anyway, you're talking about like hooks and they, it needs yeah, to start, you know, hit them somehow, you know, mm-hmm. it needs to scare mm-hmm. them. If they don't listen yes. to you, it needs to shock them, all those types of things. Right. And right. my, hooks, my hooks for Winston have gotten way more subtle. In fact, it's actually freaking specific. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, you know, why you don't want to use LVLs in this type of situation. Like, Mm -hmm. who's that going to pertain to? It's going to pertain to the person who actually gives a crap about LVLs in this situation, Mm -hmm. which is very small. But it's also going to expand the mind of anybody that comes across it and says, what is an LVL? Right, right, exactly. Right, because so I was going LVP in my head, but no, you said LVL. <laughs> so. Plus, it's kind of refreshing not to be emotionally jerked around. Right, right, it is, and see that that was one of the problems because you know me, I'm kind of a straightforward. I would rather just say what needs to be said, 
you know, in the title and stuff like that. And I, I mean, straightforward. And I love joking around, of course, you know that. But um, I mean, that makes, you know, video and content, you know, much more, I think, palatable. easy to follow. Yeah, palpable. Yeah, or palatable. Yeah, exactly. Um, really, you want to focus on quantity at that point. It's like if you got a lot of these specific things or just, you know, really right. hitters of, you know, why I don't use LVLs in this type of situation. It's like, OK, that's great. Uh, let's do a lot of those types of things because I want to see all of it. You know, if, if you're not going right. to hook me in with, uh, you know, this is how I made a million dollars in five days. Right. Then, right. You know, you need <laughs> to provide in order for anybody to follow you. It can't be that one video. You got to have hundreds right. of great around that. Yeah. yeah. About building a house or any of those types of things. It's just mm -hmm. you're not trying to have one video hit a million views because of this LVL that you think shouldn't be here or should be here. It's it's the fact that you have such a presence mm -hmm. that's big, wide, that when they come across that one where they're like that was actually kind of cool or I didn't need to know that, but I'm glad I do now for some reason. And right. See the rest of your stuff. They're like, right. oh, this, is, this is a person to follow because yeah. they give great advice and a lot of it. Right. And I have to ask now, what is LVL? It's a, a beam that goes on the top of an A-frame of a house. Okay. So like, let's say the house is this long. Right. And it's going like this, right? Mm hmm So like this. Uh-huh, right. A-frame, and then this one long beam that is across the, the entirety of it. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. So it's There's, like, it's to the total frame and structure of the, right. the house. Right. I mean, everything's it's coming off. It's super straight, and it's super strong mm -hmm. and super thick, so. Right. It's, it's is he using good. more like... Is he using steel LVLs then, if that's what he's calling them? Because we call them like I-beams or... Um, right. So it's a wooden like I-beam. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. We just did a 21-foot one um, in a house where we had to take out some walls and really open up a house uh, from the kitchen, family room, a living room, and just basically blew out all the walls. But in order to do that, we had to do a 21-foot I-beam and then a 19-foot I-beam in the house and so yeah yeah so my you know i mean like I, one of the last probably videos you did was of uh, the remodel in lake forest that um that we did that was a whole house remodel and that was about god darn that's crazy think about it um was that like 2020 we're in 2024 i can't believe that that's crazy um and so anyway my business, my design and build business has just rocketed like crazy. I mean, since that, you know, whole thing, you know, um, COVID had everybody stuck in their homes and they're wanting to remodel because they're looking at those four walls going, uh, yeah, I can't do this anymore. So, right. um, so that's, you know, that was a huge help to me, you know, being here in California from Kansas City now for 10 years. Um, I, it took me a while to get my foot in the door, you know, and now I'm, 
you know, in the last few years here, it's like that it finally happened. It took me four years when I started this business in Kansas City. It took me four years to get it in a position that I was like, I mean, I was actually blown away myself because I literally started this business on a shoestring. I just started it because I love design and I've got a business background. I've got a marketing background. I have a really heavy art background, right? And, um, and I took some design courses, but you know, wasn't, you know, a, what do you call it? Um, an accredited, so to say with a yeah. diploma or something like that, um, interior designer, but I knew what I was doing cause I'd been around the construction world for a while with one of my brothers and my mom. And in effect, I think she was an engineer architect in another lifetime, you know, and I just kind of had that innate, you know, ability, um, one of those gifts, right. You know, um, and so, so when I started the business, I was just going to do it while my kids were in school, you know, and, um, so between like nine and three, I'd be done with my day. And in four years, um, there, it was a half a million dollar business. Um, I'm like, okay, wait, what? <laughs> I, I, I knew I was busy, but you know, it just was pretty wild. And, you know, it's very important for people to know, um, it's great to get to a point uh, in your life or accomplish something or the other. But the thing you want to be aware of is the how of how you did it. Right. Because you get the how of how you did it. Then, I mean, you, you can make it a repeatable process too. So, um, but a lot of it was mindset for me too, because, you know, my mom's like, what makes you think you can just start an interior design firm? I'm like, what makes you think I can't? <laughs> I'm like, I mean, you know, she was just such a Debbie Downer sometimes, you know, and I right. had to work past that, the doubt that she implant, she wanted to implant in my head at 20, how else was I 21 to uh, 22 at the time. And, um, and it, you know, I mean, it, it was rude, but then at the same time, my personality type is like, watch me. You know? Well, that's just like, that's, that's pretty big. I mean, if my own mom didn't think that I could do it, mm -hmm. I don't even know if I would try. Right. I mean, to be honest, right. like right. that is we, a we, huge hurdle to get over. If your own parent that you look up to and knows you and all that stuff, it's like, well, I mean, she doesn't really think that I could do it. And as you get deeper and deeper I into can. trying and you realize how hard it is or what it all entails, it's very easy to be like, yeah, no, I'm just going to go, you know, I'm going to be a welder. It's fine. Right. Yeah, fine. I'll just do this. I'll just put my head down and do whatever it is you want me to do. And I kind of already done that, you know, for these people, these people being my parents. Um, but to tag back around even to one of the first things I said when we first started the video here is that, or the, the, the cast, um, is that, um, the fear, the self-doubt that comes into play for us, whether 22 or 3 or, you know, 55, whatever it is, um, that's, those are the kinds of things that even though I have proven time and time and year after year that 
or her questioning me wrong, you know, um, never, never question someone's ability or desire, you know, but right. that, that imposter feeling, even after you've done it for years, that could very well be where that's coming from too, is that what makes you think that you can do that? And I hear that phrase every once in a while in my head, and then I have to go up and go smack it down and <laughs> tell right. get the hell out of there. So, but, uh, but I think, you know, a lot of us, you know, um, have that, you know, at points and times in our lives, sometimes it's, um, more so than, than others. But, um, I just, you know, I just truly believe in, encouraging people just like with you to, you know, is to do what you love and love what you do. And I, you know, raised my kids that way too, because the thing is, is if there's something you're really, you're feeling called to do, um, like even me here in design, I didn't even know I was going to do this, but if there's, um, there's something you really feel called to do and you really love it, I don't care what kind of experience you don't have in it or what kind of degree you don't have in it, unless you're a brain surgeon, um, you should definitely get a degree. Um, and so, <laughs> I really prefer that. <laughs> so, My brain um, surgeon didn't have it. <laughs> tweet, tweet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's so, not fun. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, but... <laughs> Anyway, but, you know, I mean, the thing is, is that if you want to do something and you don't allow other naysayers around you, and honestly, family is typically the worst. If you're going to have a naysayer in your life, it's going to be family and close friends. The people that you think would support you the most could be the very ones that tear it, tear it down or try to at least. So I say, you know what? You believe in that gut feeling about what you want to do. Go get some experience. You need a degree for it? Okay, go get the degree. Um, there's a lot of things that people do in this world that don't need a four-year degree, you know. And it, it ends up being a lot of wasted time, you know, going to college for a lot of people because they go to get a degree and then they go and work at McDonald's, you know, or in some completely different career field that they actually didn't need a degree in, in the first place, but they have this other degree, you know, and they never even end up using it. Right. So, and I mean, that's where I probably stand out in the pack a little bit is because mm -hmm. the thing that I decided to get better at and, and do, oh. it's not something I have to force myself to do. I literally wake up uh, well every single day, or it's just, is my life, goal right entirely to go do this right and implement all the things that i've learned so like i don't wake up at six and say oh i have to go do this i have to do that it's like i wake up at six and i'm just like all right i need to do this and this and this i need to get a call to action here i'll probably develop this little website right here give people uh, a, a button to click on and uh we're gonna go make this type of content right now we're going to go to a place it, it just all flows there's no force to do anything it's just right it's just what i do right right no that's the thing that you that's the thing that's, that's exactly what i'm saying you find the things thing or things that you love to do 
you create some skill, get some experience, whatever it is, and you wake up, you find yourself waking up, not like anybody else that pretty much you would ever talk to, specifically people in a corporate job. They're not going to feel the way that you just said. They're not going to feel like, oh, yeah, what's today hold? You know, today we're going to do this and that and the other. No, they're just walking in and clocking in, you know, and it's, you know, that's why people like me, I swear to God, this is why people have um, those, what do they call midlife crisis? I like to call it a midlife awakening. And about 40, 45, 50, 55, somewhere in there, they wake up one day and they're like, what the hell am I doing this all for? What, what am I doing? Well, I don't, I hate my job. I've complained about my job for years because they're not living from their soul's purpose. They're not living from within. They're living outside of themselves, doing what other people expect them to do. I know this too, because, you know, even for myself, it, it was interior design what I, oh my God, I can't wait to grow up and be an interior designer. No, I didn't even know there was a job called interior designer. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, and now, by the way, I'm actually a general contractor as well. And I don't know if you know that, but, oh, cool. um, yeah, yeah. So tomorrow I'm actually going, going and getting, uh, something called an RRP certification, which is a remodel repaint or, uh, remodel replace and paint. And it is required by the EPA for contractors. And this is a really good clip of information. It's required by the, um, EPA for contractors to be certified as RRP. Um, and if you are not, and you are working on a home that is older than 1978, you can be fined $41,000 per day per job. Punching. There's a tidbit of information. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, so where, if anybody, if you do, you know, post this piece of it, wherever this contractor is at that might be listening to this, uh, he needs to be sure that he is RRP certified. And as a matter of fact, he should be sending all of his subs to get RRP certified too. All your painters need to be uh, having this as well, um, because as a general contractor, you've is got your camera subs. still on. No, hang on, just one second. There we go. Sorry, I had to go plug my phone in, so now I'm standing in my kitchen. But <laughs> you're good. You're good. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So about that RRP, you know, certification as a general contractor, like for myself, um, I want to make sure all of my subs have that certification. You don't have to be a general contractor in order to have the certification, but if you are a general contractor, you have to have that certification, or you can get fined up to $41,000 per day per job. Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Um, so tomorrow, <laughs> I'll be sitting in class all day in Anaheim, California, uh, taking this class and getting certified um, in that. Um, but, you know, to go back to, sorry, I bounce around, I'm such a girl. Um, but <laughs> to go back to, you know, life's purpose, what you said about, you know, you wake up in the morning and you're thinking, hey, I get to do this. I get to do that. I get to do this. Most people wake up and they think, oh, I got to do that. And then I got to do that. And I got to do that. It's all, you know, mindset kind of stuff. You're saying, hey, I get to do this, which means you're looking forward to it. They're saying they got to do it, which means they're not looking forward to it. And it's a bit of a drudgery you know, and like a, a weight around an anchor around their neck, you know, um, pulling them down. And the more we tell ourselves, I got to, you know, I got to go do this. I got to go to the store. 
even simple stuff like that. I got to do, you know, and really and truly, if you just change that one word to I right. get to, right, I get to go to the store. Woohoo! <laughs> you know, yeah. so. <laughs> And it's, um, it's, it's hard to do. To it's hard to do, and I would even say almost impossible to do unless you really have long term goals to do while you're at a job that you don't like. You have to like right. see past that to then right. you know gauge today to figure out how to get to where you want. Now you can kind of get into an alignment of getting out of going against the grain. It's very hard, but once you right. do, and you're out of that and you are right. going only within your grain, mm-hmm. now we're seamless. It, it took a lot of climbing some fences and running really hard all day to, to get out of where you were. But once you are, yeah. I mean, now I don't have any, uh, I'm not going against the grain of my own day. Right. I am literally doing what I want to do in the sense that like, Right. Literally, I'm about to go do something awesome. Right. Exactly. As of now, I have two guys that know a crap ton. My entire job is to ask great questions, get the best out of them, learn Mm -hmm. a ton about making literally, we're talking about millions of dollars. Like if I don't, if I don't have 300 to a billion dollars by the time I'm 55, then I didn't use their advice right right that's literally all it comes down to no i i mean i see that for you very early on in your life i mean i you are surrounding you know what the saying is you are the sum total of the top five people you surround yourself with the most exactly look look who you're surrounding yourself with you found a couple of really good guys i'm sure a couple of others and i definitely know there's going to be a lot more to come you know, from that. And to your point about, you know, people who work in corporate or wherever in a job they hate, whatever that is, you know, when they realize how much they dislike it, um, whatever age that is, they create that side hustle, creating a side hustle or a plan B even kind of thing that they can do as a part-time something that they know they want to, like they really love it and they can develop that into a business is something they can start to do for themselves while they're working um, in this other, whatever, nine to five job, whatever it is, um, or maybe it's the midnight shift job and they can part time begin this side hustle and the thing that they really love. And once that starts to gain some traction, they can pull away from, that that other job and so it's a nice way to plan the transition from what i don't like to what i do like and that i can make the same amount or more money doing um and then they wake up like you and then they wake up and they go hey <laughs> so here's what i get to do today you know <laughs> right um and it's very yeah. difficult and- to do when you have a family or if you pick a yeah. side hustle that you don't actually like, but it does make more money and it's like, okay, well, I mean, is that at least better than the one you're currently at? Then sure. But even still, it's right. going to take a year at least to get somewhere. Right. You know? Yeah. So, and I say. And you have no there's... free time. It is this mm-hmm. job and this job. That's I, all mm-hmm. I did. I was up from 630 in the morning to 1 a.m. most nights. Yeah. 
because I would go yeah. do this job and then I would come back and edit and post and get ready for tomorrow. I had a full list. And by the time I look up, it's 1233. Yeah. All the time. Right. Isn't that funny? Yeah. And I know. So it was a grind and a half for just an unending amount. Like I didn't have right. a time frame of when anything needed to be done. It was literally just what I needed to do today. And right. what I needed to do today ended up being nine months. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Exactly. And to your point, you know, yeah, it's going to be way easier to be able to create that side side hustle when you're younger, especially if you're driven. Not everybody's driven like you, especially in your age group and even older than you up to the 40s, you know, because some people, I mean, it seems like a generation of people there are just like, eh. You know, lackadaisical, they're not moved by money. They're not, you know, motivated by that by any means. But, you know, even in my business consulting firm um, that I've had since I was 18, you know, I've asked people, are you, you know, are you doing it for the love of it or for the money? So for love or money, you know, and then the, the really cool thing is when you can combine the com combination of those two, I'm doing it for the love of it and it makes great money. Because you're either going to do it for the love of it, and maybe it's not a high-yielding type of business, you know, but you freaking love it, you know. Right. Um, or you're doing something, which is probably your 9-to-5 job, just for the money of it. But there are other things outside of the 9-to-5 job that I've seen people create for themselves, and I'm like, why are you, why are you doing this? It's like, awesome money, awesome money. They're excited about the money. And I'm like, okay, but, you know, does it feed your soul? Does it feed, you know, who you are? And he goes, nope, but it feeds my family. I'm like, okay, you know, so. Um, and so I, I, that, that could be his source of pleasure. That is right. what makes him happy, though. So, like, right. yeah, he doesn't exactly. like pulling the lever, but what the lever right. does for him, right? he doesn't need or want to do anything other than that. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's okay too. When we find out the reason, the why behind, you know, what people do, um, you know, it, and I it, wish I me, had that kind of life. I really wish what, I had that kind of life. Which where one? I didn't, where I didn't care what I went out and did because when I go home and everything's fine and it all works out like that and that, you know, what I did today can mm -hmm. get me all of that. Hell yeah. I would do my five days a week be with my family and all of whatever that ends up paying for and be mm -hmm. totally fine because being yeah. excellent or making a difference in the world is so hard, if not impossible, the sun's going to blow up yeah. in so many <laughs> millions of years and anything and everything that we all do gets wiped away. If I can yeah. just go pull a lever and live my best life with my family that I love and then die, I'd mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. But the thing that you're doing, though, is you're helping, you know, you do it yourself, but you're also helping other people get information out there. And really and truly, it's life changing. So, you know, my dad always used to say something, a couple of different things. If you find one best friend in your life, consider yourself fortunate. And he would say, if you've touched and changed one person's life. You've done a great job. Well, I know you, Nick, and you're only 27 years old, and you've touched so many lives, whether you realize that or not, that 
you've already lived, I mean, like a really, you know, full experience and you're just beginning. You're just on the tip of it. You 27 years from now, when you're 54, double your age, right? You're going to be like, holy crap. <laughs> look, at, look at all the stuff I did, got to experience all the people I got to meet, all the people's lives I got to help, um, you know, really bring to fruition and get information out there and change lives through. I mean, yeah. If what you want to take it all the way back and have it be more me, like, let's just say I changed a lot of people's lives. Okay. How did I change people's lives? I decided to move to Tennessee and bang on the doors of businesses, trying to find clients to, to do some filming in whatever way was best for them. That led right. me to Winston through a couple phone calls. Winston is a knowledgeable guy. I then highlighted him beautifully online and made potentially 50 to 150 millionaires through real estate simply because he was the guy that and the catalyst to get them to move forward in a direction that they were yep. questioning to get them to actually step into the real estate game to get them to actually you know expand and scale their business and now they're a millionaire i've made millionaires because of what i have done every single day the yeah past two, two and a half years people are millionaires because of something that i did today Yes, you have been a definite part of that, being that servant leader, leading with the knowing that what that you're doing is positively affecting the direct person that you're working with and will have a trickle-down effect to all of the people that you guys reach together through the work that you, you do. Um, that's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. And I have messages to prove it. People have done mm -hmm. exactly what I said, scaled their business or mm -hmm. they took the motivation or they, you know, first time they ever bought a rental for the very first time or, you know, they just got their 100th because they utilized hard money and they didn't think that they could. But because Winston and I were going through the entire topic, they decided that was the best route and it worked and they were able to take it to the next level. All of these things, my efforts have yeah. made people millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. Doesn't right. that make you feel good? I mean, and the oh, cool yeah. thing is, yeah, the cool thing is the universe always pays back in tenfold. Mm -hmm. So just hang on to your seat. You'll, you'll find the right people. You're going to find out what to do with the money that's going to come your direction, how to invest it the best you know, uh, with the le probably the least effort, you know, and, right. um, you'll be there sooner than y you know. So I know we're coming up on 10 o'clock, um, right now. Do you want me to, I know you're going to probably take bits and clips of this and turn it around and stuff like that. Do you want me to say a little bit about who I am, what I do, what I've done? Absolutely. So okay. So, um, so I'm just going to say it as if we're starting off the interview from the beginning. So, so yeah, so 